0: what's up guys welcome back to the all-new taylor talks tigers podcast today we're going to be talking about a huge controversy throughout the clemson campus and that's going to be parking we're going to be talking about parking between students faculty and visitors let's get right into it Let's first talk about student parking. Students are required to buy a permit, whether that be a sticker or a virtual permit through the license plate. They are then assigned lots on where they should park throughout the school year. All faculty, staff, students, and visitors are required to have a permit at all times. The only time a visitor is not required to have a permit is if they are parking in metered spaces. There are 17 different lots scattered all throughout campus where students and visitors can park. However, that all students must move their cars on game days or else they could be towed. I asked a few former students some questions on this controversy and here's what they had to say. Russell Patterson, a sophomore landscape architecture major, said that parking was a cluster and did not enjoy it one bit, especially on game days. He felt like there was nowhere for students to park, especially during game days, and if he wanted to get out and do something, he would have to walk, no matter the distance. Bryce Morris, a junior chemical engineer major, also agreed that it was a cluster. He said he likes to go to the gym all mornings, but coming back and finding parking before class is nearly impossible. He also thinks that the parking lots are in horrible locations for where the dorms are. He says it's a very long walk and very inconvenient for when he needs to go and do something off campus. It's sounding like our students aren't liking the parking situation. After hearing this, it sounds like there are a few solutions that we could use to fix this controversy. One of them being use some money and build parking lots near dorms so students do not have to walk as far or move their cars on game days. Another could be provide dorms with electric scooters for students that need to go off campus to use. These were a few ideas brought up during the interviews that I thought I could add. Enough about students though, let's talk about faculty. The faculty also have to purchase a pass, however they get special priorities over the students. Their parking is right outside of their desired building, or closer to it, and they also get to go home or park in a different lot for nights, unlike students. Although many students are here complaining, they must realize that the faculty and staff are here to help them get degrees, so obviously they are going to have special priorities. Employee and faculty parking spaces can be easily identified because they are more than likely going to be green, sometimes orange. If a student is caught parking in a faculty spot, they will first be warned and then be ticketed. They advise everyone not to back into parking spots or parking spots where the license plates are not easily visible so that they can scan to be sure you have a permit. There is no true consequence to this, but it is an extreme inconvenience to the parking people if you back in. It's always a good idea to stay on their good side. There's a system called Park and Ride for employees. It is where they can park their cars about 10 minutes off campus and shuttle in on a bus. It is a much cheaper option for parking passes and is a lot more popular than you would think. All this being said, we can agree that faculty has the best parking situation of the three sides here. Speaking of the three sides, let's get over and start talking about visitors parking. Visitor parking is arguably the most complicated of the three. They either have to purchase a daily permit for however long they will be here, or they have to park in metered spots, which is going to come out to be very expensive in the end. The parking meters are $2.25 per hour, no permit required. The daily visitor passes are $7.50 a day, or they can buy the weekend visitor pass, which is $9.00 for a weekend. Not including any home football game weekends. If a permit is purchased by a departmental guest, it's $7.50 per day. Not only do our visitors have to buy these permits, they also have to find a spot to park with all the students. This is far easier said than done, seeing as how there's upwards of 25,000 kids here in the fall making finding one single parking spot extremely difficult, especially in the desired location where you're trying to stay. Another bad thing for the visitors is driving a certain amount of hours to get here, parking your car, and having to walk a half mile, at least, to where you're wanting to stay the night. It's so inconvenient and a pain. And I tell you what, there's nothing worse than a cranky dad getting out of the car after four hours and having to walk and unload everything. This could be easily resolved the same way that student parking could be easily resolved by adding easier accessible parking lots for people to park in in front of where they're staying. After hearing about all three sides, let's wrap this up and talk about this as a whole. All in all, the parking situation stinks on Clemson's campus. The one thing we didn't cover is parking on college football game days. This is the most stressful time to park for any of the three parties because it doesn't matter what kind of permit or parking pass you have you have to buy a tailgating pass in order to have a good parking spot. If you do not have a tailgating pass then you have to park off campus and be shuttled in by a bus. Although this doesn't sound bad, you have to leave your car off campus almost all day on Saturday. Meaning, if you needed to go somewhere or do something urgent, you would have to be shuttled to your car 5 or 10 minutes off of campus in order to do so. So in that case, good luck trying to do anything off campus on Saturdays during the fall. Although it does sound negative, football in Death Valley is one of the best experiences you can have. I highly recommend it. With that being said, it looks like we're wrapping up here on Taylor Talks Tigers, talking about the parking situation in Clemson University. Thank you all so much for listening, and I'd love to know y'all's input on this situation. I would love to have a conversation with anybody involving this topic or any other controversy involving Clemson's campus. Until next time, thanks for tuning in to Taylor Talks Tigers, a.k.a. the best podcast around.